When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right. Well, as we know, last year, a concern for us, especially in the beginning of the season, was the defense. But Chris Jones has turned it on. Two sacks, putting pressure on the QB. Our defense is not on my radar for right now. Cody, you have a new concern. Share with the class what that is. Well, so I guess the way the defensive line was everyone's main concern, or at least it should have been going into the season. They had been a bad pass rush team for years. Through the first two weeks, I'm going to take them off my list of to watch for now. Because Karloftis looks like an NFL caliber defensive end. Mm -hmm. Chris Jones is still great. And they're getting enough pass rush from other areas that they're at the top of the league right now in pressures through two weeks. Okay, you're good. I'm going to leech out the hook for a little bit. And I'm going to focus on the problem that is the most glaring one through two weeks, which is the Chiefs offensive line. Might have crowned them a little too early because (laughs) they're giving up pressures at far too high of a rate. And as much as I just thought, you know what? The tackles were good last year. Same two guys. You know, Orlando Brown Jr. got better as the year went on. He is currently ranked as the 61st most efficient tackle in the NFL. Just as a reminder, two tackles start per team. There are 32 NFL teams. That's not good. That's at the bottom. If every team has two, you shouldn't be at the bottom of the two. So it's like, he's been bad. Wiley's been passable, but then there's been no communication at the front. They're now my current priority problem. Like, I want to make sure that this isn't going to cause them to lose a game. Because in the NFL, if everything else goes right, if you simply just screw up protection, you can lose a game to anybody. If they can just pressure you and get you off your game, you can lose to any team in the NFL. That includes a Colts team that looks like garbage and doesn't even have a pass rush for the first couple of weeks of the NFL season. So I'm going to move away from the defensive line for now and let them just kind of do their thing and hope that they've solved some of their problems. But the offensive line is now the key focus of, I hope this isn't a big problem because it's been their biggest weakness for the first two weeks. But isn't that just a product of your expectations for the offense, which I'm not saying are unreasonable, but we still have yet to see this team produce sacks on a consistent level outside of 95. And that is something that you can't expect Chris Jones to carry this pass rush all year. You expect him to be your best player, but until other guys actually start taking down the quarterback, I'm going to wonder how sustainable it is that this, because Chief defense did not look good for stretches on Thursday night. And I get it. It's Los Angeles, but they were also without Keenan Allen. Yeah. I, I just wonder when we're going to start seeing production outside of just Chris Jones. I guess the guy is Karloftis because that's who you want to see do it. But, you know, I mean, I know they only have five sacks through uh, the two games. That's good for fifth in the NFL. 
it'll likely be lower than that because Philly's only a sack behind and uh, Buffalo is tied with them. But I mean, Nick, if they're top 10 in sacks this year, that is so much better. Some of it, you're probably right. Some of it is, I had no expectations for the defensive line and they look competent. And I'm like, good for you. Nice job, D- defensive line. I'm going to move. And offensive line, I might have said the exact sentence of, I think they could have the best offensive line in the NFL this season. So knowing that I said that, I obviously had high expectations for them. But it's been worse than that. It's not like they're just struggling. They gave up the league high pressures to the Cardinals in a game in which they throttled the opponent. And some mm-hmm. of that could have been because they blitzed a bunch. That's what I thought. Well, the next team didn't blitz them that much. And they got pressure. Now they've got Joey Bosa. So there are reasonable explanations for both of them. But the Colts have had almost no pass rush to speak of in these first couple of weeks. So if all of a sudden that team is also getting to them, don't they sky doesn't like for you, like if they're bad against the Colts on the offensive line, then it kind of skyrocket for you. Yeah, probably. Um, this game is not nearly as exciting as it was two weeks ago before the season <laughs> no. began. So uh, maybe that's a good thing because I thought that you obviously saw a step up in competition going from Arizona to Los Angeles. And that looked like a team much more prepared to play NFL football than the Cardinals did on the season opener. But the Colts, they have a a decent defense, but you're right. I don't worry about the pass rush all that much. I guess it depends on if Shaquille Leonard plays. I guess he didn't play in this game either. So depending on if he's available. The beauty of it is that you still have Patrick Mahomes so he can overcome that. More yeah. than Bingo. maybe any quarterback in the NFL. So I'm I want to see more of the run game. We've seen Clyde in spurts look as explosive as he's ever been. I want to see this team not necessarily pound the ball, but I want to see them run with efficiency. That to me would give me more confidence moving forward than simply seeing Patrick Mahomes go untouched. Because even when the offensive line hasn't been great in his career, he's so good at avoiding getting sacked he's not the fastest guy but he's just got great awareness and he knows when to take off so i'm not all that concerned about the pass blocking i'm more concerned about okay you got a bunch of big maulers on the offensive line let's see it let's see you guys dominate teams up front get the, get some push and open up lanes for those okay backs. but yeah that's so here's part of probably where that concern is is that they still stink in short yardage I Why know. can't you just get one damn yard when you need it? Like, I know there's not a lot to complain about with the Chiefs, but that's like, you know what it is? It's like years of buildup. Like, <laughs> they still can't get one yard when they need to. For years and years, it's like, can you just hand it to one guy and they run? Because like, I watched the Chargers in that game. It was third and one and fourth and one a lot. And they just handed it to Joshua Kelly and he got two yards. Three yards. It wasn't, it wasn't like he was just like stuffed at the line and every time he was just barely inching by. They pushed forward and he did that. And I guess, Kayla, you know, like from that perspective, I don't understand like when we were talking about like, hey, why is that a concern? I'm like, I don't understand why with the offensive line you have, you're not better at that. Everything you put into it, the fact that they're all from run schemes, all this. I don't know why you're not better at getting a yard. And I guess that that's where I'm a little bit worried that maybe I I took my expectations too high for that unit. And Mahomes is going to have to make up more for that, which is not a position I want to put him in every year. I'm hoping we get some more questions answered against the Colts. <laughs> I mean, they really, that should be a layup, right? Like, I mean, I know we're going to talk about this probably later in the week, but I mean, right. the way these two teams are playing, you're like, so, I mean, 
that's a win. I, you know, like on to week four, I guess I'll start figuring out when their first loss might come because it's not the Colts. The NFL's weird. I'm not saying that they can't, you know, like it's impossible, but I'm starting to feel as good about going into the Colts game as I did going into the Cardinals game. We're all like, they're not losing to this team. They're not losing to the Colts. That team is in disarray. Um, and I just, you know, you start to feel that way because they looked, they have looked so bad. Well, we talked about all the weird wins and losses today. Um, so I'll bring up the elephant in the room. Are we missing Tyreek yet? He was, uh, had 11 receptions today for Miami, 190 yards, two touchdowns. Um, help them with their comeback win. Let's discuss. <laughs> I mean, miss kinda. I mean, the offense is good, so not that, but they don't have anyone on the roster that can go for 11 and 190 and two scores. So why just kind of? Because I'm fully on the we miss you, Tyreek. Oh, that's all I'm I needed full, to I'm see fully today. not. That's all I needed to see today was like, that's the like, Oh, yeah, I remember him. <laughs> oh, the guy who you just chuck it up to and he scores on a play when nobody else in the NFL is getting in the end zone there. Yeah, I kind of miss that guy. I was hoping that maybe Tyreek would come out and be like, oh, he looks a step slow today. Maybe he's getting fat and happy. Maybe like he's turned the page. That's why the Chiefs move on from him. Mm. Still looks like the best game breaker in the NFL. I don't think I don't think I miss him in terms of the Chiefs offense is screwed without him. I think his talent is probably worth at least a win. One win somewhere on the season where he can bust open a game for you. But I more so just miss him in the like I'm nostalgic. That was a fun toy to have in the Chiefs offense. And I miss seeing him do things like that now that he's doing it in Miami. Well, he was trying to make it easy to not miss him because like he was saying all this dumb stuff on his podcast. Um, we've all been there, but you know, he's saying things that sound ridiculous and we know already because like he's the most accurate passer I've ever been with. Like, oh, come on, man. Like, None of us are buying that. It just seemed like he was trying to convince himself he was happy. And then for the first half of that game, he had like three catches for 30 yards. And you're like, oh, you're going to hate it there. <laughs> and then and people, were, and people were getting their jokes off. They're like, look at this idiot. And he was tweeting about Mahomes making a great pass. to. Justin I was just going to bring that up. And it's like, did, oh, he's missing. Him. Oh, yeah. Like we're all like, oh, he misses him. And he's going to hate it there. And then he goes for 190 yards and two scores with a remarkably below average quarterback. Like that's just what two is a maybe average at his best. He is currently still below average based on any performance metric he's put into the NFL. But Tyreek still, like you said, Nick, the thing you miss is like the chiefs currently on offense have two players that completely take over a game by themselves, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Those are the two guys you're like, boy, they just did it tonight. They completely steamrolled guys. It is them. There is nothing you can do. That was Tyreek today. Waddle too, by the way. But it was just like, that was Tyreek. He just did whatever he wanted. He was open all the time. That poor rookie defensive back had to guard him and he ran past him like he was standing still. Like he was like, oh, I think I'm supposed to do something here. And Tyreek never stopped running. Like I, yeah, from that perspective, I'm, you know, I worry about their ability to like win that. I, was it the Dallas game? I think was it the Dallas game when he had that uh the kick return, you know, the weirdo score right before half against yes. Dallas that eventually yes. yeah, that they don't have a no one no one else on their roster is doing that. That's him. It's him and it's him alone. Do we think I mean, this I, holds up though? With the Tua Hill He looked dynamic. 
he looked he pretty good. damn good in that fourth quarter. Now, the one of those touchdowns to Tyreek, I think the second one, that was just a busted coverage. He was wide open. Every quarterback in the league would have hit him. But, I mean, he kind of uncorked one on that first Tyreek. He was underthrown a little bit, but, I mean, it was still a bomb, and he made a catchable pass, and the, the game-winning touchdown to Jalen Waddle was the best throw of the day, like running to his left off his back foot and just puts it on the numbers. Like, that was that was a dime. It probably helps that, to the, the missing Tyreek thing, it probably helps because, like, the Chiefs' offense has scored 35 points a game. You watched him, and you're like, oh, we'll be f- It's fine. Like it, it's, but I mean, it's just because now they have a running game. It's like, oh, I mean, I, I'll be honest. You still do think you're like, what if it was Tyreek instead of Juju and this running game? Because that feels like 35 points, is, there'd be more. Like there'd be more points, even more points to get besides that. But they made their, they made their call. Like there was a price point, And I think, Nick, you were very firm on this and clearly the Chiefs were too, which is, I will pay you up to X dollar. And then he asked for $30 million. They're like, we're not going to pay you that. Like there's a line. That was the line. Yeah. For every player. There's a line for every player. Mm-hmm. I think that's how nah, smart not front he offices. He asked for a billion dollars. I don't care. Just give it to him. I mean, they, that, that's a, that's a smart front office like mindset. You don't just bend and say, no, 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 no. We really, really, really like this guy. So we're going to pay more than we think he's worth. You, you have to operate like that with every player across the board. Otherwise, you're going to mismanage your salary and it's going to come back and bite you in the ass in three or four years. So I still think the Chiefs offense would be better with Tyreek. Yes. I understand and respect why they made the decision that they did. Cody, you mentioned there that you think Mahomes and Kelsey are the only two players in the offense that completely take over a game, which I agree with. Coming into the season, if there would have been a third player to join that category, we thought it would be Juju. Sitting here today through two weeks, do you guys think it is more likely that Juju becomes that type of player for the Chiefs offense or that Clyde Edwards Elaire does? Because as of right now, I think you could make a really strong case. I don't even know how you would argue opposite of it, that Edwards Elaire has been the second best weapon in the Chiefs offense behind Travis Kelsey. He has been. And if you're saying, is he more likely? The answer is yes. I mean, one is simple economics. He touches the ball more. Better chance, right? Better chance to do it. Even if Juju's getting targeted like crazy in a game, he might get nine or 10 targets. He, you know, Clyde might have six targets in the passing game and every time he touches the football. And honestly, he looks dy- he looks like he has a chance to be kind of dynamic again. And... We saw it for glimpses. I don't. I don't know if this is. Um, I don't know if we're here yet because the question I think you could ask yourself is for 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 any of you because I'll ask one back, Nick. For any of you, is it just as simple as if Clyde is healthy, this is the player he is? Because if it's that simple, then the answer is clearly Clyde. Mm-hmm. Because when healthy, right now he is a dynamic player. But you have to ask the question: Is like, is this who he is? if he's healthy, no matter what, because I've seen him play in games in which he was supposedly healthy and he didn't look like this player. It's just a matter of like a fully healthy off season and all of those things. Is that who he is? Because if so, I think you do have to answer Clyde without even having the conversation that it's Juju. Yeah, I think uh, he looks different, man. 
He yeah. looks different. And yes, part of that's just it's early in the season. You haven't been hit in seven months. But it's not just that he looks fresh. It's like he's bouncing off tacklers and he's running really strong. And that's not he's running that correct. we would have used. That we wouldn't have used it. We wouldn't have used those words last year, or the year before. Is it because we don't have Tyreek? Because like when I saw him break free and and go for that huge run on Thursday night, he I saw glimpses of Tyreek when he can turn on the Jets and he's got that same build, that body type, and he can really get down the field fast. Is that just because we don't have Tyreek to compare him to now, or is he the real deal? I, you know, and I guess, yeah, because it's hard. Because, like, when you watch Tyreek, you're like, well, that's different. Um, <laughs> but, I, like, but you know, like, when we're talking about, you know, Tyreek and missing him, the thing I was convinced we were going to miss the most about him is it's those moments. It's like, hey, there's uh, four minutes left in the game, and you need to score quickly, or you need a big play to end this game quickly. And Tyreek was the person that did that. I mean, Jet Chip Wasp is, you know, like, I'm like, how are they going to have that? How are they going to have those things without Tyreek? And in that game, he hit Justin Watson for a 40-yard touchdown. And Clyde ran his longest run ever for 50 yards. So it's like, and in the first game against the Cardinals, they had 14 plays of 20 yards or more. So it's like, somehow, they're not currently missing the big play. I still want to see it back against the wall. Like, you're down 10, and there's five minutes to go, and you got to score quick. Because that was when Tyreek, you know, really shined, but I don't know. I, you know, like, I guess I thought they were going to miss it more in the early going and it's only two weeks, but I still want, it doesn't matter. Like all going back to the beginning, it's like, I still watch them today. And I'm like, yeah, that was a really fun player who can do some incredible things. He just took, he helped take over a game for an entire half and at quarterback, you, you just don't see it very often. Let me throw a few stats at you for Clyde just really quick before we move hit, on. Hit us. Okay. He is, Averaging five and a half yards after contact per rushing attempt. Uh, last year was 1.7. Wow. Okay. He has a Patrick Mahomes has a passer rating of 151 and a half when targeting him. He is, <laughs> yeah, he is averaging 11 yards per target in the receiving game. Like, this is what we thought they were going to do yeah. when they acquired him. And if Patrick Mahomes is looking around and saying, okay, this guy's new, that guy's new, that guy's new, but I know what this guy's going to do. Like all of a sudden Clyde may have seen himself catapult up the Patrick Mahomes trust tree. And if that is the case, I would imagine he's going to continue looking his way. And if this is something going back to last year, seeing the struggles early on in the season, seeing how the season ended when, Mahomes got a little bit impatient. He admitted as much, wanted to start taking shots downfield. If this is sort of a recalibration of Mahomes and how he has to think about the passing game and knowing that Tyreek's there, not down there, so I can't just take those big chances eight or nine times a game. All of a sudden, if Clyde does stay healthy, I I firmly expect him to be one of the guys that Mahomes is looking at because at this point, I don't know who besides Kelsey you trust more than him in this offense. Well, those those 10 yards or the 11 yards per receiving snap. I mean, that's enough to trust him because the whole reason Holmes goes downfield, Nick or has, or Kayla, right. I mean, it's because he wants to get first downs. He's worried they won't get it. Otherwise, if you know, Clyde's good for 11, it certainly makes it more tolerable <laughs> to throw his way. 
because to this point, they never really trusted him. I think I think Austin Eckler led running backs in receiving yardage last year. It, it you know it wasn't like the Christian McCaffrey thousand yard year. Those are like really rare. I think Eckler was the best, and he was a little short of seven hundred. That's pretty much what Clyde's on pace for right now. So it's, I mean. I guess we thought maybe he could be the best receiving back in the NFL when they drafted him. But now that he's showing it for a couple of weeks, it's, I am kind of hoping that's the case. Also, because we're going to do the same thing. If everyone's going to run cover two, they're daring you to throw it to Clyde anyway. And if he's getting those kind of receptions, then you have to feel great. So, I mean, obviously we hope it continues against the Colts who do have a good run defense, but to this point, it's been great. Yeah. Agree. All aligned. Clyde's number three as of now. All right. Speaking of fun stats, here's another one. Uh, well, first of all, we didn't even mention happy birthday to Patrick Mahomes, who turned 27 on Saturday. That's fun. Happy birthday, Patrick and Jalen Watson. <laughs> and Jalen Watson. Yes, they have the same birthday. I saw that. Very cool. Should we have, should we have done a happy birthday song for Jalen probably... Watson? I've done one for Patrick Mahomes. And as a result of that, we've done many for other people using a similar beat to this point. Or Wait, me, is I this like Nick? Is this not just... The classic happy birthday? Is this something no, else? No, it's a very, it's no. a very specific song for Patrick Mahomes. It's uh, a, <laughs> it's, it, I, I personally think it might be catchy. It's, it's borderline that way. It was one of my more popular songs. Yeah, Kayla, you probably don't know. This. I've made, I had no idea you had a, a repertoire. Of oh, songs. yeah, he has a, an deep catalog. Music career. <laughs> <laughs> I have a deep catalog. My subject matters include Patrick, I guess recently Vinny Pasquantino. I don't know. Sometimes it's just about a Chiefs opponent that we're making fun of, like the Browns in the in the playoff year. Bobby Wood Jr. I don't remember who else lately. I uh, Cody has a deep catalog. Yes, there are some duds in there. Yeah, but no, every the Ben once in a while, is rough. Every once in a while, he'll push out something good. And <laughs> are we ever gonna right are we gonna get a taste of this on the podcast at any point? I I my vote is no. But <laughs> I only make up one third of this team. You can go, Kayla, I'll, uh, I'll make sure to send you a link and then we can make a decision. So right now, Nick, okay. this is the moment that if Kayla approves it, you can just put a little snippet in right here, right? Right after we finish the sentence and you can edit in a little snippet so people can hear it and we won't react. What are you to doing? We'll take what are you else, doing right now? And then we'll be there. Obviously, <laughs> I'm trying to infiltrate another medium mm-hmm. and I don't like it. <laughs> I like how Nick, he, he could also just blindly agree, Kayla, and then just release the episode anyway. And we Oops. obviously, can, oh no, sorry, forgot to put that song in, man. My <laughs> bad. What a disappointment. Well, uh, that'll just be a fun surprise for all of us if it gets thrown in. Um, 